Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Here we go. The TSA is part of its security theater, and it's only theater. Since we have special lines in our airports, as Bill Malusian documented over mm-hmm. Christmas, Fox News reporter, where if you're an illegal immigrant, the sign literally says for people who don't have ID or visa. You go to a different line where you don't have to be yeah. harassed by the TSA. But for the rest of us, there's security theater. Yeah. Never mind. They are literally potentially loading illegal immigrant terrorists onto the planes, as Ted Cruz pointed out, Senator Ted Cruz, in a letter to the TSA, since they don't have the ability to screen these people at the border and aren't even trying for the most part. A lot of them are flying. We would then learn from Malusian with their arrest warrant as their identity document. They don't have any other identity documents. There's not a full screening procedure for them. We don't know who they are, but they're getting loaded on the planes with you after you go through security theater, right? We all pretend the TSA is doing something. They obviously don't care because they're loading illegals onto the planes. And we saw that at the airport in Tucson. The pictures were galling. They went viral again and again and again. I mean, it's just, and, and you could see in the picture, Lee, it really captured everything. On the one side is the people in that traditional TSA line, you know, the one that snakes and it's got those black yeah. barriers and oh, yeah. they're very iconic. And then the illegal immigrant line, um, separate line right next to it for people. And it, it literally says who don't have their identity identification. Well, the TSA is cracking down on the illegals. No, you. The TSA is planning a big, get this, digital ID push in 2024, just like Nikki Haley, weird. And the World Economic Forum, weird. And the European Union, weird. It's genius, though. People people, people lap this right up. They'll go get their digital ID. Oh, I need it to fly. This is how you can get them on it. Yeah. Be very afraid of digital ID. Carrot, it is a driver's license. For carrot, meat, stick. Yeah, really, exactly. Uh, and there will be beatings. The TSA just released a four-part action plan. By the way, if you're under, why do you care if your your ID is digital, Tara? Why? Because it is. It is. It underpins the entire entire Chinese social credit system. That is the key linchpin of the social credit system. There was actually a great article about that in the New York Times of all places. They thought it was awesome. And it was talking about this American family. They go to the China and they have to live there and how how different it is and what you have to do. You have a little like machine next to your computer. You have to literally physically put the ID in to activate your digital ID to have permission to be able to go online. 
it is the basis of the Chinese social credit system. It'll be the basis of the credit system here. So four-part action plan released by the TSA. So exciting. They call it their mobile driver's license initiative. It'll involve facial recognition technology and an upscaling of their current digital ID pilot program. It's been testing digital identities and mobile licenses used at TSA checkpoints in nine states. Now it's all voluntary right now. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, uh, they plan to expand it across 25 domestic airports, except for highly valued Democrat future voters like illegal immigrants. They're fine. You just bring your arrest warrant. It'll be good. Or just whatever. Just get in line. Just get on a plane. But, um, But no, if you're an American... Underlining the breadth of the TSA's digital expansion, the agency has disclosed plans to add a fresh platform to the existing quintet used for digital identification. So they're expanding the pilot program to 25 airports. um, And one of the options is an actual digital ID. They call it a digital license. So this is coming parallel with these digital ID efforts. TSA is very excited to announce they will be amplifying the utilization of facial identification systems in their pre-check services. wonder if that's just for us or for the yeah. illegals, too. I, I don't know. They didn't say. It would have been helpful if this, they did. I love their terminology, amplifying the application. We're going to amplify it right at yeah. your face. Yeah. Jeez. <sighs> I wonder if you got a little amped up this morning. Yeah. Um, and that, the, the problem with that is with the facial recognition is that they are going to be buying those same databases. Again, how does the Chinese social credit system work? It works based on what? Facial recognition. Yeah. More than a billion cameras deployed all over their countryside. Everything is watched. Well, anyway. What, what government agency doesn't have access to every single camera that's online, period? I know. If they want it. Yeah. Yeah. The aim is to double the number of airports equipped with the facial recognition technology slated to increase from five in the past year to 10 by the end of this year. So uh, they say these envision goals mirror the directives within the biometric strategy document released in 2018, which suggests the long term aim of going to a digital ID to fly. In other words, you can decide not to get a digital ID but you can't fly. Exactly. You'll be walking. Right. Now, if Nikki Haley's president, you also won't be able to get on the internet. So that's where we're going. But, but I mean, why do they need this? Let me tie it together. They announced yesterday at the World Economic Forum, they have a carbon footprint tracker in development. Uh, they have not released it yet, but they are currently building it. Yeah. We're developing through technology an ability for consumers to measure their own carbon footprint. What does that mean? That's where are they traveling? How are they traveling? What are they eating? What are they consuming on the platform? So individual carbon footprint tracker. Mm. Stay tuned. We don't have it operational yet, but this is something that we're working on. Yeah. They need digital ID. The devil's in Davos. Yeah, it's in Davos. That's just, that is, that should scare the living daylights out of everybody. Not just Republicans not just conservatives, but everybody. Listen to what they are saying and, and b- believing this lie that we've got to save the planet. 
That, that, that's what this is all about. No, it's about control. Top-down control of everything that you do. Listen to what they're saying. What you eat, where you go, what you buy, it's none of your darn business. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, you're making it your business when you run a socialist communist economy. And you're already seeing, okay, like, where are they going to go with that? Well, they're going to limit these things, as we're seeing um, in the proposal from France, that you only be able to have, like, maybe two flights in your lifetime, and that's it. Um, you shouldn't do any more than that, or you can fly, like, every other year was another one of the proposals that they had in the last calendar year. You, you know, it's spaced out, so they need to track when you're flying so they can tell you when you can fly. Unless you're John Kerry, then you can just I was supposed to say, when our soon-to-be former climate czar uh, goes along with those regulations, then I might listen. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you hear that audio from him? He was heavily offended that anyone would question... I mean, could he not have just Zoom meetinged this if he's worried yeah. about his carbon footprint? No, right. he's got to go there personally. Yeah. Take a listen. What's the carbon footprint of these events every single year that you come here? You think it's worth it? Peasants pay for your crimes? That's a stupid question. Is it, a, is it really? We're done. We're done. We are done now. Don't <laughs> grab me. Why do you think you're more important? Your carbon footprint doesn't matter, but everybody else around the world suggested that. Nobody ever suggested that. Don't make up stupid questions. They most certainly did suggest that. <laughs> he knows he's taking flack yeah. about this for yeah. a very long time. Yeah. And he doesn't care. He just flies around. No, I mean, carbon limits, those are for little people. Yeah. Whose lives they want to control. They're not for people like John Kerry. Well, those of us who don't matter. Right. Those of us who, yeah, don't don't matter, don't have the clout that, that he does. But you can see all this coming together and how important it is for them, again, for Nikki Haley to have literally a breakfast with the head of the World Economic Forum who's fundraising for her. And then by the end of the day, say the first thing she'll do is digital ID. I don't know if they told her she wasn't supposed to say that out loud. The first, really, the first, that important. There's nothing more important. Nope, first thing you're doing on the first day, making sure we all have digital ID. Great. Fantastic. Never thought I'd have to ask Nikki freaking Haley for permission to go online. But if I'm good with Nikki, I guess I get to use my social media accounts. I got news for you, Tara. (laughs) It's not going to go well for you. It's not. I know. It's not. I'm going to be shut down right across. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think the lights are going to go out of my house on Inauguration Day if she wins. You know what I mean? Exactly. (laughs) And you won't be able to charge your Tesla either. My husband will be like, I didn't do it. I just live with her. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. You yeah. may be lucky to get dial-up internet. I know. Really? I gotta start making plans. Well, hopefully that won't happen. Although, it's really interesting. I mean, if the... I, I'm not saying I believe the polls. Don't misunderstand me. But if the polls are right on New Hampshire, yeah. and Christie's vote goes to Haley, and I think a lot of it will. It's not going to go to Trump. Right? Christie was a Trump hater. Yeah. I mean, she could run neck and neck with him in, yeah. in New Hampshire. That would be very interesting. Yeah, one of the latest polls I saw said they were tied. Trump and Haley? Yeah. Yeah. In New Hampshire, yeah. It gets weird because Vivek just dropped out too, yeah. so his numbers, they're probably not going to go to Haley. Yeah, most likely go to Trump. Yeah, but Vivek only had eight and Christie ha- had 12, yeah. so it, it could almost get her there. It, it'll be interesting to see.
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You know, maybe it'd be easier if they just admitted all of 2020 was fake. I mean, the big news stories. Just admit, just go right, don't go one by one, takes too much time. We just lied about all of it. That'd be easier. It's happening again. This strange thing. It must be written as a rule somewhere for the left. See, if I got away with as many big lies as they did, I would just let them see it sit in the, in the history books, right? Wouldn't tell anybody I lied, but they do every time. When they finally get to the point where it doesn't matter anymore, where they've accomplished whatever political aim they were aiming at with their lies, they admit they did it. It's like they can't resist a victory lap. You've been watching one the last two weeks. Been a remarkable one, really. It started with Anthony Fauci admitting that social distancing, <laughs> he didn't even know what the scientific basis was. It just kind of came out of nowhere. You mean the six-foot separation thing? You mean the six-foot separation thing that our governor, Henry McDisaster, used to create a financial disaster in South Carolina? Because remember what he did, he limited the number of people inside businesses, restaurants, uh, by 50% or more based on social distancing, which we now know was fake. Which I told him at the time, by the way, he just wouldn't listen. I was on this within weeks, I knew it was fake. Where did this come from? Some girls' high school project. So they made it up. Last week, Anthony Fauci admits, we just made it up. We don't even know where it came from. So casually. Then his boss, Francis Collins, comes out and admits, yeah, you know how I did all those interviews saying it didn't come from the Wuhan lab? He was the head of the NIAID. Yeah, you know that, you know that paper I got those scientists to author? It was then used to censor so many of you, including me, just a few weeks ago on YouTube. I had a show taken down. Yeah, that paper? <laughs> yeah, no. No, the lab leak wasn't a conspiracy theory, he admitted yesterday. It wasn't? No. No. Well, he'd know he funded it. He's Fauci's boss. Funded Echo Health Alliance. They transferred the gain-of-function technology to the Wuhan lab and to Chinese military. Of course, he knows it's not only not from the wet market, they made it with your money. That's what they did. He knows that. He hasn't admitted that yet. They will eventually, though. So it would take a little longer on that one. But the rest of it, they've admitted. The rest of it, they've admitted. They made it up. Have you noticed how this is happening all at once? All the big lies that seemed insurmountable are falling. I mean, this was an unbelievable headline. 
From the Daily Caller, Department of Justice acknowledges Hunter Biden's laptop contents legitimate for the first time. In writing, they acknowledged it in a court filing. Oh, and that they've had copies of the entire laptop since 2019. Wait, wasn't 2020 the year they sent Elvis Chan, FBI agent, to censor that story, to censor the New York Post? Remember the New York Post refused to take it down off Twitter and their account got frozen? They're like, no, it's real. I'm not taking it down. The whole time the FBI and the DOJ knew, and yet the FBI, a year after getting the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop, we know that from the filing this week, sent Elvis Chan to Facebook and Twitter to have the story censored. That is a jaw-dropping level of lie. And yet they want your trust. They want you to believe what they say. All of this in the last two weeks. All of this in the last two weeks. Now, we already knew lockdowns were fake. We know where that came from, the biography, uh, autobiography, self-written, of Dr. Deborah Burks. Who admitted, yeah, there was no science behind that. I just made it up. I made up two weeks to slow the spread because she said I wanted to buy myself. I'll never forget this as long as I live. I want to buy myself two weeks to come up with another reason to keep everything locked down. So in other words, at the beginning of the two weeks, she knew it wasn't going to end. She knew she made it up. She knew there was no science. She didn't care. She didn't care. I mean, when you look at that, what that means is COVID was almost entirely fake. But everything around it, all the things that made you feel it in your life. I mean, because she came up with those lies. Oh, and the, one, the other one, 96% effective. Remember that? The shot will stop the spread. Yeah, I didn't see my family for two years. Didn't want anything to do with this because we hadn't had the shot. Tore my family apart. Well, that was nothing compared to the 95,000 businesses that shut down because of these lies. And they just shrug their shoulders and go on about their way. So... Francis Collins, Anthony Fauci's boss, has now admitted, no, it's, it's never a conspiracy theory. Dude, you tried to stop it. You did. You gave all kinds of interviews about how it was a conspiracy theory had come from the lab. You even got a paper published that was then used to censor people like me. Yeah, yeah. Did I say any of that? Gosh darn, that was like two years ago, three years ago. No, no, no. It's all. They're admitting it. You know why? I think they do this. I think this is the final coup de grace when they get away with this kind of thing, I think they do it to demoralize people like me and you who might have some inclination to fight. We're, yeah, we're lying again. You know we are. You can see right through us for some reason. The rest of society can't. But don't bother. Don't bother posting. We'll just take it down. Don't bother telling your friends and family. You'll just look like a fool again. They roll their eyes and say how crazy you are. You believe anything. And we were lying the whole time. And you were right. You knew it. But nobody's going to believe you. We're going to get away with it again. So you know what? The next time we do it, and we're going to do it because it's an election year and we tell our biggest lies in election years. The next time we do it, we're getting away with it. So you know what? Don't look silly again. Don't look like a fool again trying to tell your friends and family the truth. Because we're going to be right there with a bigger, better lie. I mean, look, when 17 intelligence agencies say... How could they be wrong? When 50, 51 heads of intelligence agencies signed a letter saying that ain't Hunter Biden's laptop. No, boy, that's Russian. How could they be wrong? I mean, it's not like that many people would lie. I mean, come on. Would our intelligence agencies be corrupt at that level? I mean, would they really have Hunter Biden's laptop for a year before they sent Elvis Chan in to censor? 
tens of thousands of posts to take down thousands of accounts to censor the foremost voices in virology. They wouldn't do that. Come on. You believe that? You probably believe that Q thing too. But they did. They did it all. And every day we find out more. And every day I wait for the next shoe to drop because they got away with it and they're getting ready to do it again. New study shows the difficulty people increasingly face in our society dating somebody with different political views. You used to be able to do this, dating them, married to them. It's hard to do now. You know why I think that is? Because, look, there was common ground and shared um reality i mean we shared reality but we we disagreed on how to deal with reality but we could generally agree on what reality is now you can't you 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 can't you can't you can't get them to deal with i mean because you you literally cannot agree with what reality is and and honestly that's because the left is so misinformed that it's it is almost shocking Anyway, the study went on um, to document um, how much these couples struggle in that um, they're it just on the surface, just basic things that couples do together because they spend their time together. Basic things like choosing what TV channel to watch can be especially difficult. Yes, because you will inevitably be confronted uh, by reality if you stray too far into the right wing. You just, you will. It's not even right wing anymore. It's just what is. I wouldn't even say it's particularly right-leaning. Couples increasingly find they can't chill together because they prefer different movies, news channels. They can't even do things that couples do, like my husband and do all, I do all the time. We send links back and forth. We, oh, read this. Oh, did you see this? Would you read that? Did you see that? Some of it's political, some of it's not. But even the stuff that's not political, you can't get too far down the road before it becomes political. She studied 67 couples, found that they are having an increasing difficulty just relating in the day-to-day. I believe it. How'd your day go? Well, there's so many landmines we can't talk about. Let's just watch sports. And before you know it, you're talking about California banning tackle football for kids under 12. Something's got to give. That's just interesting reading this. I mean, you get to the down the list of stuff they can't do together anymore. It's everything. It's everything you do. Walk the dog? I don't know. Talk about the kids? Anyway. It's tough stuff. It is. Meanwhile... Folks, a couple of very bizarre releases. I mean, weird stuff, okay? I'm just going to run down this. There was a leak from the German military. This is all over the place now. It's in the New York Post. It's in European papers. 
And this is one of those weird things where they report the future in the report as if it has already occurred. The German military is preparing for war with Russia. Weird. Like when? 2025. Really? Well, but why? Has Russia done anything? No. The leaked document was called Allied Defense 2025. And it predicts two-pronged attacks, including, oh, here it comes. You Battleground America listeners know this. Cyber attacks blamed on Russia. That the attack will come in the... You know what's beautiful about a cyber attack? Who's to say it ever even happened? Who's to say who did it? Well, if they take the grid down, we got to get them. Who said took the grid down? Y'all told us they hacked the DNC server. That wasn't true. Y'all told us they hacked the election. That wasn't true. Y'all told us the bots were out there influencing the election and Twitter couldn't find any bots. Y'all told us uh, the bots that were out there were trying to get Trump elected. There were hardly any, but what few there were weren't enough to make a difference in the election. We're actually doing the opposite. They were trying to get Hillary elected. Y'all told us 17 intel agencies say so. I mean, they're going to tell us Russia hacked something. They are. That's coming. My only question is the timeline. The potential scenario outlines how Russia could start waging war in the Baltics by July. This is the weirdly specific part of this. Using severe cyber attacks. Weird. And that by September... Russia will unleash something called Zapad 2024, large-scale military exercise. That will then require American troops to get involved. That and the cyber attacks. Again, Germany didn't release this. It leaked. It leaked. All this is based on this weird idea I was talking about just last week that Russia, it is reported as fact, is going to attack Poland. What if it just looked like Russia attacked Poland? What if we had a less honest government than the one we had the last time a missile got lobbed into Poland and two farmers were killed and Zelensky insisted it was a Russian missile? And NATO began preparations for war. They did. It It tripped Article 4. Zelensky was all on board, man. He said, no, nah, it wasn't a Ukrainian missile. No, sorry, Bob, that wasn't. Oh, look. Polish went and intercepted it. It was a Ukrainian missile. It wasn't Russian. And by then, they were already having Article 4 meetings before the whole thing got called out. Folks, we were, we were this close to World War III. It was based on a lie. And they're at it again. They're at it again. And this time, it's Germany preparing for war with Russia by 2025 based on cyber attacks that haven't happened. And a leaked document, keep your eye on it, folks. If you hear them say cyber attack, be very, very, very skeptical. They have used it before. They told us the entire election was a cyber attack. It was fake. They will lie to you about this. And the fact that it's in a Russian document. They're even pre-planning their troop deployments. 30,000 German troops. 
What are they up to? Something we- I'm telling you what, folks, there's something weird going on here. You know what I think the part of the movement is? We just have a new Polish prime minister who's very much a globalist and would very much like to go to war like Minky Haley. And so I think they finally have some room here. They have some people in Polish government that are dishonest enough to get this thing going because they want a nuclear armed conflict, not on our soil, somebody else's country. Just keep your eye on that. And that was seconded by this bizarre thing that's going on right now in Sweden where their foreign minister came out and announced they'd get in a war with Russia. Folks, Sweden hadn't been in a war with Russia 200 years. They, they don't go to war with anybody. Told people to prepare for war with Russia. Sweden, really? I mean, come on. Russia's going to march into Sweden. That would trigger NATO. That would trigger World War III. No way Russia's going into these countries. Not because they're good people. Because they're not stupid people like us. Like, so I'm not saying Russia's good people. Don't misunderstand. That's a criminal oligarchy running that country. But it's a criminal oligarchy running our country, too. And the two of them clash. We get caught up in it. Why would the Swedish foreign minister say the same thing in the last two weeks? Telling people to prepare for war with Russia. Sweden in a war with Russia? Like, what? What is going on, y'all? I think, folks, it's going to get exponentially weird from here on out. That's what I take from this. Well, after the disastrous idea to remove the Houthis from the terror list, the foreign terror organization list, Joe Biden has relented uh, and he's going to redeclare them a terror organization, but not totally. Rather than designating the Houthis as a foreign terror organization, um, as they were under Trump before Biden took office, they'll now be designated as a specially designated terrorist organization. Specially designated? Yeah, that, okay. they're special terrorists. What does that mean? Well, they're highly valued Democrat voter groups as well, so we're going to give them visas. What? Yeah, they could still get visas. Hmm. And there won't be a criminal penalty for supporting them? No. And U.S. banks don't have to seize their funds? No. So it's like one of these special terror groups. They're terrorists in name only. Yeah, kind of like that. Why? Because they don't want to stop them. They don't say they, they're trying to get drawn into a war. And we were trying to get drawn into wars. I've been talking about throughout the show today. You don't want to stop the people who are your best bet for getting into the war. That'd be Iran, the Houthis, Hezbollah, and Hamas. So, and then those are all the same thing, basically. So after dozens of Houthi terror attacks, including an American ship being hit, two Navy SEALs presumed dead, interdicting the weapons Iran is sending the Houthis. Well, I mean, we don't want to go nuclear and take their visas away. I mean, they wouldn't be able to come to America, and then how will they overstay them and vote Democrat? I don't know. Not a criminal penalty to support them, by the way. So if you would like to donate, call 1-800-HOOTHY. 
You can support them just like Joe does to the tune of $16 billion. Somebody asked me earlier, isn't that money supposed to be designated to only be used for like humanitarian? Yeah, it's fungible. So you take 16 billion bucks and then you can uh, free it up elsewhere and pay for the weapons. Give you some idea how that works, by the way. I have to take credit for this. Remember I told you right after Afghanistan fell that Joe did it on purpose and he would find a way to pay for the entire Taliban government to keep them in place? Yeah, he did. He did. Billions of dollars in a fund we just learned was supposed to only be used for humanitarian purposes and only by the people of Afghanistan. They've never seen a dime of it. The Taliban's been raiding it. Why? Oh, because we didn't bother to check what they used it for. Just like I told you. We installed the Taliban. The, the government didn't fall to them. We installed them. And we installed them because the Chinese wanted to do business with them uh, and buy the lithium from the lithium mines to sell it back to us at inflated prices for our uh, EVs. That's why he let uh, Afghanistan fall. It's what he was paid by the Chinese to do. Anyway, he needed the Taliban to stay in power because they're kind of stupid and don't have good ways to make money. So, I mean, they're goat herders, right? Now it's a problem. They have to go back and tend their uh, flocks part of the year. And so they can't keep the government in place. So Joe gave him the money to do that. Billions of dollars in a fund. It was supposed to go for humanitarian purposes. But you see how that worked. They just, oops, forgot to check. The Treasury didn't. Now the Taliban's living off of it and getting fat. While the people literally starve. I mean, they're starving in Afghanistan. It's terrible. Anyway, Joe did that. And that's what he'll do with this too as he sponsors the Houthis and keeps them in business. But he's got to have a fig leaf. So he's got to sound tough. So he gave them a special terrorist designation. I don't know. I mean, if you can still come here on a visa as a Houthi, does it matter? I think I answered my own question. All right. Bill's up next. Have a great rest of the day. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 